Today is Friday, June 9th, and you're listening to the morning announcements presented by Betches Media. I'm your host, Sammy Sage, and the morning announcements is your daily five-minute breakdown of the headlines that isn't afraid to take a side and roast the most consequential reality show there is, our government. Former President Donald Trump has been indicted by a federal grand jury in Southern Florida on seven criminal counts pertaining to his retention of classified documents at Mar-a-Lago and his subsequent refusal to hand them over to the DOJ. As of this recording at 9.30 p.m. Eastern, the indictment document itself has not yet been unsealed, so the full charges aren't known. But it is known that they include making false statements and conspiracy to obstruct justice. Trump is due to appear in Miami court for his arraignment next Tuesday, June 13th, for his second indictment this year, and his first criminal indictment ever, which also happens to be the first criminal indictment of any U.S. president ever, dead or alive. And that is our 2024 Republican frontrunner. On the topic of elections, both future and past, yesterday the Supreme Court issued a surprising 5-4 ruling in a congressional redistricting case from Alabama, which upheld a lower court ruling that found the Alabama congressional map in violation of the Voting Rights Act. The map in question redistricted Alabama to have just one majority black congressional seat out of the seven seats in Alabama, where more than one in four residents is black. And this was the map that was used in the 2022 midterm elections. Alabama's legislature will now have to draw a new map for next year's election. And this unexpected ruling increases the potential for Democratic-leaning Black voters to pick up around another two congressional seats. Between this and the indictment, is democracy transitioning out of its flop era? Could we be poised for a democracence? In kind of an eyebrow-raising move yesterday, California Governor Gavin Newsom gave a press conference where he called for a 28th Amendment to the U.S. Constitution that would ban assault weapons and mandate background checks and waiting periods for purchasing firearms. While those are actually popular policies with the majority of Americans, this unlikely proposal is quite a long shot. To pass an amendment, either two-thirds of both chambers of Congress would have to vote in favor of it, which is obviously not going to happen because in that case we would already have this legislation, or legislatures in two-thirds of states would have to agree to vote to host a constitutional convention to write the amendment. And I don't know, are we sure we want to mess with that? For me, it sort of conjures the image of doing an open heart surgery on a very, very old sick patient. Seems like strong backfire potential. A new study led by researchers in the UK found that long COVID can impact people's quality of life more negatively than some stage four cancers. According to the research, many people with long COVID had fatigue scores worse than or similar to people with cancer-related anemia or severe kidney disease. And the impact on daily activities was worse than that for stroke patients and comparable to people with Parkinson's disease. So far, research has suggested that approximately 17% of people who get COVID will develop long COVID. And it is not necessarily correlated with the severity of someone's actual COVID infection. For our last story, a joint investigation by the Wall Street Journal, alongside researchers at Stanford University and UMass Amherst, has found that Instagram's platform helps connect and promote a vast network of accounts that exist to share underage sex content. The investigation found that Instagram's algorithm facilitates connections between pedophiles and guides them to content sellers, 
and that the platform has enabled people to search explicit hashtags such as preteen sex. Researchers reported that when they set up test accounts and viewed just one single account within an underage sex content network, they were immediately hit with suggestions for more child sex content sellers and accounts that linked to child trafficking sites. In response, Meta says that it has taken down 27 pedophile networks in the past two years, and that they continue to work on more removals, as well as blocking hashtags and recommendations that would facilitate connections between potentially pedophilic adults. Interesting how they seem to find and remove female adult nipples with drone-like precision. But following federal law to protect minors appears to elude their state-of-the-art technology. Thank you for listening to the morning announcements brought to you by Betches Media. Until next week, I'm Sammy Sage, and now you know what the fuck is going on. Betches.